0: Hello again, this is Pastor Deborah, and we are beginning this new section of the School of Light called Prayer and Fasting. I want to give you a warning, a disclaimer, before you begin. This section may be very troubling for you and triggering, so go slow and stop as needed. As you read, and as you listen, and as you watch, You will not be alone this time as you listen and hear. You may experience many feelings of fear, triggering, and memories that come back and that arise and are very frightening to you. But I will be with you, and so will agape love during these times. This warning is to just let you know Pastor Deborah went through some not nice things, (laughs) tests and trials, so she would qualify to be a mighty priest and king to help you, So this is a warning, a disclaimer, that the following lessons may be a little hard to listen to. As we get into Volume 2, they are the true stories of people that Pastor Deborah worked with. But some of her tests and trials, you may see that learning how to help people the Lord's way is very hard. So I wanted to warn you and give you this disclaimer. So don't worry, healing is here for you restoration and there is help during these videos so come and learn and grow go slow love always and forever pastor deborah hello pastor deborah here and welcome again to the kingdom of darkness we're working in another section we had just finished up with part number 12 and we were working through the presence of the Lord. If you remember, we've been talking about, and I've been teaching on, that this Lucifer, a high archangel, one of the three great and powerful leaders in the kingdom of heaven, had lived in the presence of the Lord, which permeated all of heaven since his beginning. But when he started wanting the presence for himself, declaring that he was the owner and he deserved to serve no one. He was kicked out like lightning out of this presence. But we also have to learn that humanity at one time lived in the presence of the Lord also. So to help you learn about yourself, others, the kingdom of darkness We have to see what we lost, what it was like. Because in a few sessions, I'm going to teach on what the kingdom of darkness presence is like. Inside of a spirit, a soul, and a physical body. And here on earth. Because it's not pretty. But first, we have to compare what is good. They do this a lot if you're going to be a bank teller. They will learn intricately what a true and righteous and legal $20 bill is. They study it. They look at it at the light. They know what's there, what they're looking for. Then when something comes through that doesn't look like that, they know it's a fake $20 bill. So you must study the righteous one, the legal one. So this one, in the kingdom of darkness, part number, what is it, 13, we're going to continue on with some scriptures about the presence of the Lord. But let's pray first. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you with a humble heart, seeking information and knowledge from you, about you. We don't know very much about you, Your Majesty, your kingdom, the ancient days of your rulership. We don't know much about our early beginnings. We don't even know what we are like really today. So please help us as we work our way through Scripture and teachings from Pastor Deborah. Help us through your spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit, so that we may learn and grow spiritually and that our spirit may grow and develop and become all that you desire it to be, and for it to grow and become your image and likeness here on earth, a king and a shepherd. We thank you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. We were working through uh, some scriptures that Pastor Deborah, that were so helpful to me. And we had just finished up, let me look on my paper here. Exodus 34 10 and we were going to start another one Deuteronomy 4 6 through 8 and that's in the authorized King James Version it's in every uh, Bible I just had to, I've always used that I have tried to use other ones I did do a Bible study about translations and I looked to see what words were changed. I don't read Greek or Aramaic or Hebrew, and I knew the King James, there is some great movies about the development of the King James Bible, was the best translated from the original languages without any commentaries from anybody. King James did not believe that anybody should make comments or have opinions on the Word of God And if you didn't understand it, then the Holy Spirit was to be your interpreter, the one who commented to you, the one who taught it to you, explained it to you. Because he had run into some issues. There was the group of bishops, and their Bible had been translated probably out of the Latin Vulgate Bible, and it wasn't very well done. Then you had the Geneva Bible. And it was translated out of early English, but it was really written by early pilgrims who didn't believe in having a king or majesty or royalty or any of the greatness and beauty of a king. So they had a lot of comments on the side about your dress, your hair, jewelry. And even they did not want a king over them. So King James, who had been a cousin of Queen Elizabeth I, was brought in from Scotland to be England's and Scotland's king. He had been raised Protestant, but his mother was Catholic. In fact, his mother had been Henry VIII's first wife. But he had a great teacher And he taught him to trust the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit be your commentary. So I use that one. But you can use whichever one you want. If you don't have a Bible, there's a lot on YouTube. There's a lot of Bible apps. There's a lot of movies about the different people. Some of them are word for word out of the different books. I've used all of those. And I've used uh, Strong's Concordance, which takes the Greek and the Hebrew, and it translates it into uh, their definitions and their meanings. And I use a Webster's Dictionary, the one that my son used when he was in the 8th grade. And that has been my uh, sources of help. And when I didn't understand it, I would say, Holy Spirit, I don't understand what you were trying to teach me and explain to me show me a movie give me a life story of somebody give me a a poem a song help me anyway i knew i needed to learn and you may need it through nature or science maybe through art or song maybe through a, a true story a biography Maybe through life lessons. Maybe through fairy tales and fables that you listen to. There are many different ways the Holy Spirit will help you and he will teach you. Did you know he's working with those that make movies and games? He's trying to show you. He gives them dreams and visions to make things. And he's trying to show you unseen spiritual things out in movies or games even showing you through sports, and business, and politics, and government, but you have to be looking to get it, so let's go on with the next scripture, Deuteronomy 4, 6 through 8, verse 6, now I'm going to look down a little bit, because I got my notes down here, so please forgive me, keep therefore, and do them, my statutes, and my judgments, in the lands, Where I send you to possess it. Right there I could stop and just teach. We got to learn some laws. Some statutes. Some judgments if you break them or keep them. It sounds like he's going to be sending us someplace. Mm Mm-hmm. sounds like we're going on trips. Going into different lands we hadn't been into. But to help us we're going to back up to verse 5. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of nations, other people. So when you go out among people, or you move to another nation, or you work in another job or business, you go anywhere. When you keep and do his statutes, his judgments, in those lands, around those people, what that would mean is you forgive your co-worker. You love verbally and however you feel comfortable your workers. If you've been abused, you forgive your abuser. Oh, they're doing wicked things, that's for sure. But he's saying when you're among those people, politicians, I struggle with that one. Because I know some of the politicians and leaders of nations believe in Jesus. But they're not serving him. They're all blind and deaf and dumb they got things all twisted because they're serving the government of their nation could be democracy they're serving did you know there's a spiritual thing of democracy yeah you know where democracy came from the greeks the greeks were pagans they didn't believe in the one true god they believed in polygods mhm <clears throat> and they had already come way down the road they didn't want no they didn't want any king over them because their understanding of only certain people were kings. And then their family. And everybody else was just subjects. And so what happened was that got all twisted. And you know who did that? The father of lies. Satan himself. So a lot of people struggle with different areas. Now I have to forgive these politicians. I have to look at them. I have to look at what their soul's doing, why they're doing it. And if I don't know, I have to ask the Heavenly Father, what is going on? And then he has to remind me about their spirits. Maybe they're in bondage. They're in trances. Maybe they got multiple personalities or they're still having had a Hebrews 4.12 experience where they have been circumcised out of their soul yet. So their spirit is what you see out of their soul. I have to look deep because it's hard sometimes, as all of you know, to get along with people. But God says, I want you to do this. I want you to do these statutes, these judgments in front of them wherever you go. And he says, why? For this is your wisdom and your understanding of me. And they will learn when you get an opportunity. It's like, why do you do that? Because that's what I'm instructed to do. I love my king. And he tells me this is what I'm to do in front of you. So you will believe. In the sight of the nations and the other people. Which shall hear all these statutes. And say surely this nation, this person is of the kingdom of heaven. And he loves God and he's born again. And is a wise and understanding person. I'll give you an example. I just made, I think, a comment on LinkedIn about what was going on in a nation. Well, the leader wasn't treating some of his family members very nice. And another person had commented that, didn't I know what this person had done to one of the family members? As I was writing nice comments of things that their nation could be doing, looking forward to the next generation, how to help other nations and people. And I had to write back. Yes, I knew. But only agape love can change a heart. And only agape love can change a soul and a heart of a nation, of the leaders, of the people, and reach out to other nations and people. Only agape love can do that. So I was witnessing the power of agape love that comes from this kingdom of heaven. This presence of the Lord to that person. I was out in the land of LinkedIn traveling on ships, airplanes, on social media. And I was witnessing and I was talking about the kingdom of agape love. And how, yes, even though there were issues, agape love could bring a healing, restoration, deliverance, and healing to that person, that political leader, to the nation, and to help others. So I was doing to that person who made that comment and to all who would read it, the power of agape love. Wasn't offending anybody. Didn't uncover any sins, didn't badmouth anybody. I was showing this wisdom and understanding of the kingdom of light and love of the heavenly father's heart. I was not showing the kingdom of darkness. I was in the kingdom of darkness, and this leader and his family were still in it. But God has been working. Verse 7. For what nation or people is there so great, who has God so near unto them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Verse 7 is saying, if you will do these statutes, these judgments, witness my love, my forgiveness, My wisdom and understanding, wherever you go, whatever land I send you to. I was in the land of LinkedIn. I don't know these people, but that's where I was sent. Sort of translated into another nation. All on LinkedIn. Thank you very much, LinkedIn. You do the same thing on YouTube. You do the same thing when you email people. Or you do Zooms. You're traveling highways and byways. I'm just going out on digital. One day I'm going to be going out probably to the moon. When they get the moon bases, yep, we're going to have YouTube up there. Might be through Starlink, through Elon Musk, don't know yet. But what about Mars? Don't you want to be talking to the people on Mars? What about on out to the other solar systems? Go watch some of the Star Trek movies. They will get you to become an explorer, go out maybe five years at a time from your homeland, venture out, seek out new lands, take with you the knowledge you have. So Pastor Deborah's an adventurer. She is a traveler. I don't go physically. I go in the spirit. I go on YouTube, LinkedIn. I'm connecting with people all the time. They're connecting with me. And I'm taking these laws and these understanding, these judgment, this wisdom and agape love with me. I'm a carrier of it. And I'm going into the kingdom of darkness with it. And I am bringing seeds and light of love and truth and wisdom and understanding. And verse 7 is telling us that the other people say, your God is so great. You are a wonderful people. He must be very near to you. And he must be helping you in all things. And they will start wanting him. Even in the kingdom of darkness. If I can present him to you. In love and peace and joy. And his wisdom and his understanding. I am his ambassador. In the kingdom of darkness. Here on planet earth. And. And around the world, the system that covers it. I am an invader. As long as I'm here and even when I leave, I will be working in the kingdom of darkness. Walking through the lands and the nation. Speaking. Doing great things. Setting captives free. Displacing illegal things that shouldn't be here. Verse 8. And what nation of people is there so great that the statutes and judgments that are so righteous and all this law of agape love of him and no other gods called love God, just him and love your neighbor, which I, the Lord has set before you, he is saying, when you love God. This giver of the very presence of himself, which Lucifer lived in, don't know how long, that humanity was in before they fell and were kicked out of the garden. There's a great story about even one of the sons of the first father, Adam. His name was Cain. And when he killed his brother, he murdered him. He was kicked out of the presence So there is a place called the Garden of Eden. We are in it now. My voice is going out to the kingdom of darkness. And you can be... Most of humanity has not yet found the kingdom. The Garden of Eden, the presence of the Lord. And you need to be in that to be... You will get healing, peace, a lot of questions get answered. And it is a real place. So he is saying that when you do and obey these statutes and judgments, love God, love your neighbor, and you give and speak agape love, they are going to say there is no greater nation than you, no better person. You love your God, yes. Well, a lot of people love a God. A lot of them love an ancestor more than a God. Their ancestors have become gods. Some people use the uh, form of government as their God. But it's really not because there is a spirit behind every form of government, whether it's socialism, communism, democracy, republic. None of those are kingdom patterns of government. And they all have different spiritual rulers behind them. And people serve that in ignorance, thinking they will be great leaders. They will have a legacy. They will get lots of money. But in darkness and ignorance, they're really serving the king of the kingdom of darkness. So he is saying in verse 8, there's no greater person and a nation that if you will love God above all other gods, Even when you're down here in the kingdom of darkness. And you will bow only to that king and that kingdom. Even at the point of death. And you will not be angry. You will pray for those that kill you. And abuse you. And forgive them. So there's no greater people. Even as this young man that helped Pastor Deborah. To cross from death, the kingdom of darkness, to the kingdom of light. He said from across, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I have to be able to say that. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're in darkness. They live in darkness. So these scriptures of Deuteronomy 4, 6 through 8 are just beginning to put a stone on the foundation. Of Pastor Deborah's journey of prayer and fasting. And I want to just end right here. This stuff is very deep. You have to look at yourself. You have to see what you're doing. A lot of people are they're double-minded. They're working one way in the world. And yet they're another way in their faith. It's called double-mindedness. They won't bring it together in one. They don't want to lose customers. They don't want to lose money. They don't want to lose their professional identity. Now, in some professions, we'll use mental health because Pastor Deborah was in it. And I know faith is not brought in. If it is brought in, the only place it's brought in is in addictions. And faith community is only seen as a support system, not a treatment Not a way of getting well. But just to support. Because this was a medically, biological, and a mental health problem. That the church has been. You are not trained to be in it. You're one of faith. That has nothing to do with this. This is an illness and a disease. So what's happened is. The kingdom of darkness has kept at bay. The kingdom of light and agape love. And when people do get a chance to bring it in. They wear crosses. But they don't allow the pastors. The community leaders in these areas. I'll tell you. Because there's a lot of misunderstanding. And there's a lot of. We'll call it headbutting Between the. Helping professions. Uh, I was in a community meeting and they had a panel. They were discussing addiction and substance abuse during the opioid crisis. And a psychiatrist was talking about it and all these other people. And a pastor stood up, said his son was in prison. And none of that had helped him, but he needed more of Jesus. He was angry and upset. And the psychiatrist, the lead panelist said, Sir, I'm sorry to hear about your son, but addiction is a disease, an illness, and it has nothing to do with getting more of Jesus. I'm sorry for your son. Maybe he can get some help in prison. So here was a man of God, totally embarrassed, humiliated, put in place. By an a medical doctor, because their belief is that addiction is a biological, which it is, it is a mental health a illness, sickness, and only that form of helping is what is needed. So the church, the people of any faith, if you're there, you're just to support them, but you don't have the skills, the treatment, the talent. Because you're dealing with a biological illness. I have a lot of that on the mental health and the forever person uh, playlist for you to understand. So what happens is Pastor Deborah was going from that into helping people the Lord's way. So I'm having to relearn everything. I have to learn about agape love. I have to learn about prayer and fasting. I have to learn about how people see you, building your identity. Being able to be asked for prayer. But I have to be kind to those people. All the people in the mental health world love people. They don't like to see them sick. They want them to be well. And because of their beliefs. And it is. There's a lot of biological stuff. There's a lot of mental health stuff going on. They believe that's the only way. Pastor Deborah had to learn. That is a way. And we need them and we love them because they love the people. But there was another way. And I hadn't learned it yet. I was at the very beginning. But I had to understand the kingdom of darkness in order to understand this other way. So this scripture was beginning to lay some foundational stones. And then I would write them out. Look up the words. Pray. Meditate then I'd say, show me a movie about what you're talking about. How does this work? Show me something visually. Pastor Deborah's a visual learner, a hearing learner, a thinker. Show me in nature. And if I don't get it, then tell me uh, just personally from your Holy Spirit. So I want to end here because this is deep stuff and it will take us a while to get through it. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this little segment about the kingdom of darkness. And about the presence of the Lord that not only Lucifer was kicked out of and lost, and so did humanity. And we are seeking it. Satan will never get it back. But he created his own presence which we will stu- we you will help us to study later but father we thank you for these little bitty stepping stones to the kingdom of darkness through understanding your presence and how vital it is to humanity we thank you that you will help these that are watching it and come to learn and grow about you and about them and about others and about that realm called the kingdom of darkness that they don't know about they don't understand and they cannot fight against we thank you for all your help in the name of christ jesus amen all right everybody i will see you again in another lesson another part of the kingdom of darkness you guys all get home safe And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually. And hear how she has helped people spiritually, the Lord's way, for many, many years. Come again, watch another one, and we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments, and if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry, at Deborah at org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website, in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love Is Here Ministries, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.